The federal government has agreed to buy one and a half million more doses of the Novavax COVID-19 vaccine. The deal will help the vaccine maker develop smaller dose files and update with newer COVID strains. The protein-based vaccine was expected to convince those skeptical of the new mRNA-based vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, but has seen relatively little use compared with the mRNA shot. This is Pulse Check. I'm Ben Leonard. A bipartisan group of governors from Maryland, New Hampshire, New Mexico, and North Dakota found common ground. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, governors agreed on elements of each other's proposals on fentanyl and fighting addiction, including keeping the opioid reversal drug naloxone in schools. The debate over data privacy on health apps could heat up after a new report from Duke showed that multiple data brokers were willing to sell mental health information about customers with names, addresses, and other demographic information with no supervision over who is buying the information. Regulators are grappling with how to tamp down on the broad sale of sensitive health-related data that consumers may not realize is being shared. And on Monday, HHS celebrated another step in helping patients get easier access to their own health data. Ruth Reuters here to talk about a new program. Hey, Ben, how are you? Pretty good. So just got back actually from this uh, HHS event. They had sort of an elaborate rollout for the first groups that have been approved for onboarding to its new data sharing program, TEFCA. CDC Director Rochelle Lewinsky is there, and HHS Secretary Javier Becerra, too. Great to see so many people. Wow, this, I'd almost say this is like the Super Bowl, right? Uh, there are a lot of Super Bowl jokes. There's much excitement in the air. Let's take a step back. Can you walk me through how this program came about and what it sort of aims to do? So the Trusted Exchange Framework and Common Agreement, also known as TEFCA, came about through the 21st Century's Cures Act, which was enacted in 2016. And essentially what it does is it calls on HHS uh, and the HHS Office of the National Coordinator for Health Information and Technology to create this framework and common agreement for how healthcare data should be exchanged. And when we think about health data, what we're really talking about right now is the stuff that's in your electronic medical records. So like if you, Ben, you live in California and you want to move to Washington, D.C., why wouldn't you? (laughs) Uh, And you want to make sure that your medical records can come with you. There needs to be a digital infrastructure to make that happen, right? So Tefka is creating that infrastructure to do that. And then who are the groups that got approved to take the next step in Tefka and what do we know about them? So there are six groups or companies that were approved. There's Epic, which I think is probably the the biggest name among them. Epic is an electronic health record company. They supply electronic health records to most hospitals in this country. And so they're huge, right? They comprise a huge number of patient records. Then there's also the data sharing trade group, Commonwealth Health Alliance. And then there are these other platforms that also hold health data known as Health Gorilla, No2, eHealth Exchange, and Kanza. And Kanza, I believe, is a nonprofit that supports health information exchanges. I'm particularly interested why the CDC is backing this effort. Can you kind of walk me through what the thinking is there? Well, so let's go back a little bit, actually, to talk about what this is really about. What the government is trying to do here is fix a big, long-standing data issue. So for a long time, you know, health records weren't even online. And so, you know, in 2009, that began to change, right? Because in 2009, the government passed some rules that forced 
healthcare providers and plans and insurers, and then also other places that might be holding patient data to get online, to digitize those records so that there was more portability, so that patients had more control over their data, so that these health systems also were coming into the 21st century, right? And so that's sort of the beginning, right? And that problem of being online, on being digitized, on being organized, that doesn't just affect patients, that also affects public health, right? And I think we probably mm. saw that really in a deep way during the pandemic. There was a lot of problems getting data about what was going on with COVID back to the federal government, back to the CDC, and coordinating a public health effort. So CDC Director Rochelle Walensky was at this, and she was really interested in the application of TEFCA for CDC purposes. How can we leverage this system, not only get data from healthcare providers and doctors and know more about patients and know more about what's you know, disease transmission, right? But also, like, how can we feed information back to healthcare providers mm. so that we are in constant communication with them so that we can really coordinate? And one more thing that I'll say about TEFCA and sort of why this is important now and why, even though, obviously, we were just talking about how in 2009, there was all this effort to get everything digitized, to bring everything into the digital era, the problem with what we did in 2009 and sort of up until 2016 is that everybody was allowed to do their own thing, essentially. And mm -hmm. so there is not, up until TEFCA, really been a common standard for data, for how data is managed, how data is handled, how it is transferred, right? And so there is this, there has come into existence this sort of patchwork network of health information exchange that has happened. And it's working, but it could be better. And so what TEFCA aims to do ultimately is to standardize that data, how it's maintained, how it's collected, and then also how it's shared so that everybody, so that basically, whether it's the CDC or healthcare providers or another entity, insurers, everyone's on the same page. Everyone's data can speak to each other. And that is ultimately why Rochelle Walensky is excited about this, because ultimately, hopefully, once everybody has adopted the same standards, then data can just flow much more seamlessly. It sounds like there's a lot of promise here. What are some of the biggest obstacles to this achieving its goals? Monday's news is fairly incremental. The six entities that were chosen for this pilot program that is sort of a mini version of what TEFCA will ultimately do. Now, these six entities have to actually adopt the standards that have been laid out and see if this thing even works, right? These are This is the first go. So that is sort of like the first hurdle. I think the second thing, at least that you and I have talked about, is another piece of these entities getting onboarded as they are ultimately going to have to adopt a data sharing framework known as FAST Healthcare Interoperability Resources. It's also called FIRE. And that is also going to take a lot of work because essentially what we're asking of these organizations is to change the way that they have always done and managed data and shared data for which they have existing infrastructure, right? They've been doing this for a while. And so they have to overhaul that and implement these new standards, which is part of the reason why, you know, this pilot, I believe, is taking a year. 
So basically, <laughs> the next year is really the hurdle, ensuring that these entities can get onboarded and that this whole thing can actually be put to the test. Thanks for talking. Thanks so much for inviting me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Annie Reese is our producer. Brooke Hayes is our editor. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. I'm Ben Leonard. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting, Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.